This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Three U.S. government agencies send a joint letter to U.S. companies calling for more investment in Taiwan. Kaohsiung Mayor and KMT presidential candidate Han Guoyu meets with the chair of the American Institute in Taiwan. And Greenpeace Taiwan calls on supermarkets to cut down on single-use plastic packaging. But first, today's top story. Three U.S. government agencies have sent a joint letter to 500 U.S. companies calling on them to invest more in Taiwan. Officials from the U.S. State Department, the U.S. Commerce Department, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture signed off on the letter. The letter says that Taiwan is the United States' 11th largest trading partner, its ninth biggest market for agricultural exports, and its seventh largest source of international students. The letter says, quote, The U.S. government does not dictate how private companies choose to label Taiwan and has publicly expressed our position that no government should impose political standards on how companies present information to their customers, end quote. According to news reports, the letter is the first of its kind sent to private enterprises. On Friday, President Tsai Ing-wen called the letter an example of the strong and stable ties that the U.S. and Taiwan enjoy. Kaohsiung mayor and KMT presidential candidate Han Guoyu met Friday with James Moriarty, the chair of the American Institute in Taiwan. The American Institute in Taiwan is the de facto U.S. embassy in Taiwan. At the meeting, Han thanked the U.S. for its long-term support of Taiwan. He said the U.S. is Taiwan's most important and unwavering ally. Moriarty spoke about the city of Kaohsiung's importance in Taiwan. He also spoke about the state of Taiwan-U.S. ties. And I do believe that uh, your warm welcome is, a, is an expression of, expression of the long connection between Taiwan and the United States, which, as I keep on telling people, is perhaps stronger than, now than it has been at any point in the 40 years since the Taiwan Relations Act. The Taiwan Relations Act is the legal basis for Taiwan-U.S. relations in the absence of official ties. Moriarty met with President Tsai Ing-wen this week, prior to his meeting with Han. Greenpeace Taiwan is calling on supermarkets to cut down on single-use plastic packaging. On Friday, the head of Greenpeace Taiwan's plastic reduction campaign, Zhang Kaiting, said that many companies in Europe and the U.S. have reduced the amount of plastic packaging they use. Zhang said this shift has come in response to calls for change from consumers. She said that Taiwanese consumers, too, now want to see less plastic packaging and that supermarkets can lead the way in making this happen. Surveys by Greenpeace Taiwan have found that products ranging from apples to baked goods and ready-to-eat foods are regularly sold in plastic wrap or in plastic bags. Many products also come packaged with plastic plates. Plastic packaging like this is sent to be incinerated, or it may end up in landfills or in the sea. Zhang said that consumers' habits are not hard to change after public awareness grows. Greenpeace Taiwan, Greenpeace Taiwan says it plans to send petitions to supermarkets and release a list of which supermarkets shoppers most hope to see lead the way in reducing plastic packaging. The Council of Agriculture is encouraging farmers to replace beetle nuts with hirami lemons. 
Beetle nuts are chewed in Taiwan as a stimulant, and they are popular with truck drivers as a way of keeping alert. However, chewing beetle nuts leads to cancer. The Hirami lemon, by contrast, is a health food, a small green citrus fruit rich in flavonoids. It is native to eastern Taiwan and Okinawa. Now, farmers are looking to the lemon as the next cash crop. The amount of land allotted for growing the lemon has increased from 45 hectares in 2009 to 280 hectares this year. Behind the lemon's growing popularity as a crop are higher demand for the fruit in Japan and a growing number of processed foods that use the lemon as an ingredient. All it takes is a click to listen to RTI online. Get exercise for your finger and exercise for your mind at english.rti.org.tw. The third annual World Music Festival kicked off at Taipei's Dajia Riverside Park on Friday. The three-day event is meant to encourage cultural exchange in Taiwan. The festival will feature over 20 performances by, music by musicians from Canada, Japan, India, Latvia, Spain, and Mexico, as well as performers from Taiwan. 90% of the groups from overseas are coming to Taiwan for the first time. Outdoor feasts are a beloved Taiwanese tradition, but one community in the island's rugged heartland does its feasting a little differently. Every year, this village sets out a banquet dominated by flavors from Myanmar, northern Thailand, and China's Yunnan province. How did such faraway cuisines take root in the middle of Taiwan's alpine highlands? In Nantou County's Yuanqin village, there are many who can trace their roots to the Golden Triangle, the place where China and Southeast Asia meet. Their story begins with the Chinese Civil War. While many anti-communist forces retreated to Taiwan, not all of them did. There were some who crossed from China into Southeast Asia instead. There they stayed. Various ethnic groups from both sides of the border intermarried. In their homes, they served local foods. Eventually, some of them resettled in Taiwan, but they brought their cooking and traditions with them. Once a year, the village celebrates its heritage, laying out a Southeast Asian feast. The banquet is complete with entertainment. This year's show included a, dance, included a dance of the Hani ethnic group from southwest China. It's a show of pride from a community that's been uprooted, but, rooted, but hasn't forgotten its roots. John Van Trieste, RTI News. October 17th is Taiwan Culture Day. This year, five young people have chosen the day to set out on a journey through Taiwan's history, retracing the lives of two significant historical figures. A foundation established in the name of Taiwanese poet Lai He is sending five young people on a journey across the island to learn about Taiwan's history. They will be retracing the lives of Lai He himself, as well as Dr. Du Chongming, the founder of what is now Kaohsiung Medical University. The youngest of the five is 18, while the oldest is 22. The trip will take 10 days. They will start in Taipei and move southward, passing through Taoyuan, Xinzhu, Miaoli, and Taizong, before finishing their journey in Zhanghua. Along the way, they will meet with experts, including historians, and interview them to learn about the lives and achievements of Lai and Du. Later, their journey will be made into a documentary. One of the five young people going on this journey is the child of an immigrant from the Philippines. He says he should learn about Taiwan since this is where he was born. Shirley Lin, RTI News. After nearly four decades in business, Taipei's Nanman Market is closed for renovations. 
All of the market's vendors have now settled in to a new temporary location. During the soft opening of Nanmen Market's temporary new home, regulars flock to find their favorite stalls. These frequent customers say they'd do anything to get to the new location just so that they can buy their favorite foods. The market opened 38 years ago, but it has closed for renovations. Different vendors are having different reactions to the temporary home they'll be using until renovations finish. The most popular stalls are firing on all cylinders, waiting to welcome back their old customers. This shop worker, shop worker says that familiar faces began arriving at her shop as early as 8 in the morning. But another shop owner says he's still getting used to the new environment. Customers say the market's temporary location is much more organized than its original home. There are also extra amenities for shop owners like a food processing facility. The new location will take some getting used to, but the flavors and the sense of community remain unchanged. Leslie Liao, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.